Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, praisechapellasvegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. Hallelujah. We're going to get going. Amen. Uh, like I said, want to wrap up on hope and hopefully uh, you're encouraged to hang on. Come on. Uh, I hope that you're looking towards hope. Amen. In your walk. Amen. And know that hope is always there for us. There's always hope. Come on, somebody. When you got Jesus, there's always hope. Amen. Hope that keeps us going. Tell somebody, keep going. Tell your neighbor, don't give up. Come on, there's so much, amen, on the other side, amen. We got to, you know, if we're going to cross over, we got to keep going. Amen. There's hope on the other side of the Jordan for us, amen. And and so we got to learn to deal with the things on this side, amen, as we prepare ourselves for the crossover of to the hope and the blessings that God has in store for each and every one of us here. And so I want you to turn to the book of Jeremiah, amen, 29. And starting at verse 4, Jeremiah 29, 4 through 7, I'm going to read. This is on the New Living Translation. The Word of God says this. This is what the Lord of, of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says to all the captives he has exiled to Babylon from Jerusalem. Build homes and plan to stay. Plant gardens and eat the food they produce. Marry and have children. Then find spouses for them so they can have many Many grandchildren multiply, do not dwindle away, and work for the peace and the prosperity of the city where I sent you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, for its welfare will determine your welfare. Amen. The prophet here, the prophet Jeremiah, came to the people of Israel with a message of hope. Hope is more than just crossing our fingers. Come on, somebody. The definition of hope is this. It's to cherish a desire with anticipation, to want something to happen or to be true, desire accompanied by expectation of or belief in fulfillment. The biblical meaning means this, to trust in, wait for, look for or desire something or someone or to expect something beneficial in the future. How many looking for some things in the future? Come on, anybody looking for some hope in the future? Come on, how many are looking for some blessings in the future? Come on, how many are looking for some answered prayers in the future? How many are looking for some healing in the future? Come on, how many are looking for a, a spouse in the future? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> well, listen, there's nothing wrong with a spouse as long as a, it's a man or a woman of God. Come on. As long as it's from the house of God, it's okay. Come on. Come on. You never look for a spouse that will pull you away from the things of God. You, you got, you got, you got to stay in tune. You got to look for that man of God. And so don't ever rush it. Amen. When you rush it, it's all messed up. <laughs> Come on. 
But there's some things in the future for us. Come on, somebody. And this is the thing that we hope for in our lives. Come on, I, I hope for, 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 for blessings. I hope for my ch- grandchildren and my children to be blessed and healthy. Amen. I, I pray for our church and I hope our church grows and, and, and I hope that our, our, our conference is great and awesome as it always has been. And so you gotta understand there are things that we have to look for. Come on. You gotta look for it. Amen. You gotta wait on it. You gotta trust in it. Amen. Just like, uh, uh, Sister Maria was saying that there's some things we gotta wait. It's in the waiting room. Come on, and that waiting room is hard, amen. We get frustrated in the waiting room, right? Come on, I got a doctor's appointment tomorrow, and I hate the waiting room. I, man, I'm like, man, I, my appointment's at 1.30. Why am I getting in at 2.30? Come on, it's a, that waiting period. I, you know what? I, no one likes the waiting room. But let me tell you, if you wait patiently, God will move. It's when we rush God is when things happen. So it's in that waiting room that we hope that everything's okay. I'm going back for some results of, of some tests, amen. And so uh, there's nothing wrong with me. It's just a, uh, just a follow-up, amen. But I hope that everything was okay. Come on, somebody. So our, our, our hope is a fulfillment, amen. And this hope that I'm talking about is an eternal hope. Jeremiah tells the people of Israel, don't die in the crisis. Don't die in captivity. Don't die in your situation, in your storm, in your battle. Somebody say, oh my. So Jeremiah tells them here, listen, don't die, multiply. Come on, he says, don't die, multiply. Come on, we in, in, in those moments, even in our waiting period, in that waiting room, he says, don't die, multiply, increase in other words. Come on, there's increase in the waiting. There's increase when we wait on God's timing. There's increase when you say, God, I'm going to just wait on you. I'm not going to rush. I'm not going to go ahead of you. I'm just going to wait here. When I do that, I won't die. I will multiply. Come on, somebody. Come on, the prophet tells him, keep going. Keep living. Keep going forward. And hope will always show up. It shows up, church. Come on, it shows up. Come on, my, my, my sister right here, Rosa Maria, is in remission. Hallelujah. Come on. It was in the waiting. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. It's in that waiting, amen. And oh, we give God the glory, amen. But it's during those times that we do have to, have to do, amen. It's rough. It's hard. We don't understand it. But God says, boom, that's what happens when you wait. That's what happens when you trust. Come on. God shows up in the midst of our trouble, in the midst of our storm, in the midst of our midnight hour. Hallelujah. Come on. Hope will always show up, church. When disaster, if we take us back five and a half years ago here in our city, amen. Come on. Hope showed up for our city. Come on, when trouble came to harm our city back October 1st, 2017, amen, where over 500 people were injured and 59 lives were lost, including a shooter, amen. Come on, me and my wife and what this church did and what other churches in this city did at that very moment was to begin to pray. Come on, we begin to pray for our city. We begin to pray for our situation. And when we pray to our God, Hope showed up in the midst of chaos. Right at the very moment, amen, God started to show up in that midnight hour. 
It showed up in humanity. It showed up as people came together, amen. It showed up in strength and courage in people's lives, amen. And they put others in front of their own lives. That's hope, church. That's God. Can somebody say amen? In Psalms 34, 17 through 18, it says this, The Lord hears his people. The, the Lord hears you. Some of you, someone's here today says the Lord doesn't hear me. He, he hears you. Come on, the Lord hears you. Maria, he heard you. Come on, Abe, he heard you. Come on, he heard you, he heard you. Come on, point to somebody say he heard you. Come on, if you're here today, guess what? He heard you. Come on, if you're here today, he heard you. I'm here today because they heard the prayers to save this knucklehead here. Amen. Come on, God hears. He says, when God hears his people, when they call to his name for help, and he rescues them from all their troubles, and the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and rescue those whose spirits have been crushed. Come on, it's when these things take place in our lives, church, and disaster starts to come and rock our house, amen. God shows up and he brings hope. We often wish that we wouldn't have to go through troubles. Come on, how many wish that? Hallelujah. Come on, we wish that we can escape pain, uh, 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 the pain of grief and loss and sorrow and failure, amen. We wish that we can even escape the, the small Daily frustrations that constantly wear us down. Come on, am I talking to anyone in this place? Come on, we, we, we wish that we can escape all those things. We, can, we wish that we can escape these things that are constantly around us. But God promises to be close to the brokenhearted. Come on, he promises to rescue those in trouble. He promises to rescue those who, whose spirits have been crushed or been broken because God hears. Listen, God hears the cries of his people. He's not silent. Listen, his silent is not that he's ignoring you. His silent may be he's preparing something for you. Come on, you got to understand that God is never silent to cries of prayers of his people. God was always hearing you. But it's in that waiting hour that he tests us sometimes. Is this just a cry or are you going to hang in there and say, I'm not leaving you, God, until you bless me? Come on, wasn't it Jacob that wrestled that angel? Amen. He says, I'm not going to leave you until you bless me. That's what God wants out of you guys. Come on. We get, we go into trouble and we bail on God. Come on, come on, come on. You bail on him and the God that's been faithful and has never bailed on you when we, things get tough, amen, amen. And when, and when the rubber meets the road, amen, many of us take the highway. Come on, we, we simply bail on him, amen. And so we got to understand that, that in the midst of those times that we're going through, uh, come on, it's in those waiting hours when we're crying out to him. And it may be a time, a period that you're crying out. You may be praying for a week, amen. You hear nothing. God's still on the scene. God is still hearing your prayers. For some of us, we don't even give him a week. Come on, you pray on Sunday, you're gone Monday. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. There has to be a relationship. Come on. That's the same thing with the marriage. Just because something's not working out on Monday, you call it quits on Tuesday. You work it out. You wait. You figure it out. 
Same with God, amen. God is there for us. Come on, if he's for us, who can come against us, church? But God promises to be close to the brokenhearted, amen. He promises to hear the cries of his people. He comes to be our source of power. Somebody say power. Come on, empowers us with courage and gives us wisdom, helping us through our problems, amen, because he shows up with hope. He's shown up for hope many times in our lives, in our situations, in our storms and battles. Come on, it's in those waiting hours, the waiting periods, that midnight hour that we, we constantly just wait on God. Throughout history, hope has always shown up, church. I mean, you can even reflect in, reflect in your own walk with God. God has always shown up. Many of the delays of God's promises, many of the delays of God's uh, prayer, answered prayers, amen, falls on our behalf. We either bail on him or we quit. Come on, he was about to move. He was about to do something. Your blessing was just around the corner and then you called it quits. You blew it. You cussed someone out. You went to go drink a beer. You went to go go smoke whatever. Hallelujah. Come on. You're thinking that was the way out. Amen. But God was about to bless you. Amen. And the devil ripped you off. Come on. That, that relationship has to be stronger than that. Just kind of what he was saying earlier. Get back to that first love. Come on. You guys lost that. And you forgot who daddy is and what I can do for you. We got to fall in love with the creator once again, church, amen, and have a heart of worship for him. Come on, when those planes hit the towers in New York City and not on 9-11, hope showed up. It showed up through help and it helped us through, amen. It showed up through humanity. It showed up and made, there was miracles in the midst of disaster. So you don't hear the miracles. They don't put it on the news, but there was miracles in the midst of that disaster. Lives were spared, lives were saved, and buried, amen, and lives were still rescued. That's God. That's hope, church. Come on, there's hope, amen. People are alive today because hope showed up for them in the midnight hour of their disaster. When Paul and Silas was in that, in that prison cell, amen, hope showed up in their midnight hour. Come on, they, they didn't give themselves over to doubt, amen. They, they didn't let fear take over, but at 11.59, listen, at 11.59, as they were worshiping God, hope showed up in an earthquake. Come on, things just started to shake up, amen. At 11.59, at the, before the stroke of midnight, God moved and showed up with hope. In Acts chapter 16, 25 to 26, it says this, but at midnight, somebody say midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. Come on, this is their midnight hour, church. They're locked up. Come on, they're, 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 they're jailed up, amen. They're, they're chained up, amen. And here they are praising and worshiping God. Praying and singing songs to God, amen. And the prisoners, the ones that were there, amen, moping and complaining, were hearing them worship and praising. And it says, suddenly, there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors, somebody say all doors, were open and everyone's chains were loosened. 
I don't know about you, but that sounds like hope to me. Hallelujah. Come on. In their midnight hour, hope showed up. Amen. But notice at their midnight hours, which is, listen, church, the darkest time of the day. The midnight hour is the darkest time of the day. Instead of Paul and Silas complain about their situation, instead of doubting or letting fear creep in, instead of complaining to God for doing his will, because you know why they were locked up? They got locked up for casting an evil spirit out of somebody. Come on. I don't know about you. That's not breaking the law. Amen. That's someone setting someone free. Hallelujah. They weren't stealing. They weren't doing things. They were doing God's will and end up in prison. So, so instead of complaining, God said, you told me to go on this outreach. You told me to do this and that. Look where I end up. No, they're not doing that. They started to pray. They started to worship through the 1159, amen. And at the stroke of midnight, the darkest time of their life, hope showed up, shaking up things. Listen, church, no matter what our circumstances are, no matter what you and I are facing, no matter what crisis stands before you and I, that in our midnight hour, we shouldn't be complaining, we shouldn't be panicking, but praying and worshiping to our God. Come on, that's what you should be doing. When you get a bad report from the doctor, worship the Lord, amen. If you just got fired, worship God, amen. If you just got hit by a car, amen. Come on, just worship God. Say, God, it's going to be okay. You may have to go in that waiting room a bit to get things sorted out, but God's going to show up. I can imagine Paul and Silas, what they were singing at that midnight hour. I, I, I believe that they were singing, I'm so glad Jesus set me free. Come on, I, I can see that. They're singing that while they're still chained up. I, I can sing them, hear them singing, all oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. Amen. I just want you. Nothing else. Amen. Nothing else would do. I can imagine them worshiping God. Didn't the drums feel good this morning? Oh, yeah. Woo! Man, I'm glad, I'm glad Pastor Brandon's back, amen, and Dez and Enzo were waiting for you. You're next, amen. But it felt good with the, that beat. I mean, it got me going. I was like, yeah. I don't even know what I was doing up here, amen. But hey, that beat just got me going. I, I missed the drums, amen. Hallelujah. The guitars and everything are good, boys. Don't, 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 don't get mad at me, man. But there's something, there's something extra when that beat, that, that drum beat happens, amen. Come on, somebody. Listen, church. It's in those times, those rough times, and we all go through them, church, and some of us are going through maybe a season right now, and that's why God's calling us to draw close to him and get back to that first love, amen. Come on, it's in those times that we need to go back to prayer and worship. And come on, and hope will start to shake the foundations of your situation, and it will set you free. Come on, let me tell you, a little worship, amen, it will start going. Come on, just like we played this old, old uh, stomp song, amen. You know, one, one, man, I, I felt somebody in the back just get up real quick. Woo! I just, I felt that, like, whoa, okay, sis, calm down, hallelujah. <laughs> but no, that's what it does, right? Worship does that, amen. Uh, come on, my wife was beating that, amen, amen, playing that, bumping it, whatever, amen. Come on, as I, 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 I was getting ready, amen, she was just getting dressed up, went, boom, stomp. <laughs> As she's putting on her makeup, amen, hallelujah. 
When I say go, and I'm over here getting dressed, going, yeah, stomp. <laughs> Worship does something, church. Amen. It takes away the sadness. It takes away all that gloominess. When you start worshiping, I mean, something starts happening to your heart, church. It starts to beat inside. Something starts to shake, amen. And all of a sudden, you think, man, this is going to be okay, amen. God's going to come through again, amen. You start just giving him glory, knowing that the answer's already done, amen. The prayer's already answered, and hope shows up. When the Israelites were trapped between the Red Sea and the Egyptians who were chasing them, hope showed up for the people of God again. Come on, somebody. Somebody say again. Come on. Exodus chapter 14, 13 to 14 says this. And Moses said to the people, and God will say to PCLV today, and he'll say this, do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. Not tomorrow, not next week. Today, if you receive it. Somebody say, I receive it. This is for the Egyptians whom you see today. You shall see no more forever. For the Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. Come on, somebody. Those things that are chasing you, the problems that are coming after you, the circumstances that are arising around you. He says, you'll know, you'll no longer see them no more. Just be still. Remember our theme? Be still and know that, that I am God. God is still reminding us that we need to be still in the midst of those storms and battles and know that he'll show up for you. Don't bail on him. He's right there, church. And he brings hope with him. God tells Moses, Use the staff I gave you, son. Use that staff and put it in that Red Sea and watch what I'll do. Come on. God has given us tools when we're trapped, church. Come on, there's tools that are handed here in this church, amen. Tools that he gave you in the army. Tools that he gives you in Deborah's warriors. Tools that he gives you in emotional, healthy disciples. Tools that he's given you at Goldman, amen. Tools that he gives you on a Wednesday night plug-in, recharge. Tools that he gives you on a Sunday celebration. Those are the tools that you can part the Red Seas that are in front of you, church. Come on, prayer, part that seed, the armor, amen. Put you Put it on, amen. It parts that Red Sea, hope which lasts forever, parts that Red Sea. You got tools, church. Come on, stand up, soldier. Stand up, man of God. Stand up, woman of God. God has not abandoned you, amen. Come on, he has given you the, he equipped you, and he's given you what you need to slay down the giant before you. For those that don't want to stand up, I know it's gonna. You're gonna get uh, okay. No. He's given us tools. You're equipped. This church has brought tools to equip you. Come on, we fail because we don't use the tools. Come on. Use a tool. Start worshiping God. Come on. Be on the street corner. I'm so glad Jesus set me free. Come on. I'm so glad Jesus set me free. I'm so glad 
Jesus set me free singing glory, hallelujah. Jesus set me free. Woo, remember that? This is old school stuff right here. Man, before we had no drums, guitar, bass, all that, all we had was this and a clapping of our hands. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Easy. We got tools. Come on. Pick up your tools. Going through a storm battle, man, don't start complaining about the church. Don't start complaining about pastor. Don't start complaining about your God. Use the tools that God gave you, and he'll get you through it. I know that sometimes things just come out of nowhere. Come on, you ever been just slapped out of nowhere? Come on, it's just it's like getting pulled over and like you didn't even see the cop. <laughs> It's like, what the heck happened, amen? You know, you thought you got away, but there it is, amen. Come on, sometimes life just gets you. The enemy just surprises you, amen. And we're not supposed to be moved by that. We're, we're, supposed, to be, we're supposed to be secure in a God that has us. As long as we're doing what we need to do. Can somebody say amen? amen. The tools are there for us, church. You just got to pick them up. Tell your neighbor, pick them up. <laughs> Moses tells the people, don't be afraid. Tell your neighbor, don't be afraid. He says, stand still and see and watch hope show up again. Remember, he's the God of again and again and again. He's the same God yesterday as he always have been. Right? There's a song, yesterday, today, and forever the same. There's no reason to doubt God can do it again. He's an again God. He's again. Even though sometimes again we don't deserve it. Because we don't. But he does it again because he loves us. He loves us despite of us. I understand that. We're the opposite. I said, we're the opposite. Man, they have to be good coming this way in order to give good that way. And when things come bad this way, we don't give good back. But God does. Amen. When Shama was in the left, alone in the middle of a bean field, when the Philistine army was coming towards him, and man, this is, you see this, this, this rival, there's a, there's a bean field, and you got the, the Philippines on, uh, the Philippines. <laughs> The Philippians, amen, hallelujah. I'm not blaming the Philippines, amen. They're not our enemy. Woo, you forgive me? Amen. The Philippians were coming in one way, amen, and here's Shama and the whole army of Israel, amen, and, uh, and Shama sees him coming, amen, and he squares up and he says, all right, guys, it's ready, here they come, they're ready to fight, come on, guys, we got this, we got this, guys, hello, and they all bailed on him, the whole entire Israel army bailed on Shama. He looks back and nobody's there. And this army's coming at him. And so you, what Shama does, he turns back and goes, forget those guys. He squares up and goes, I got God still, so let's do this. And they started coming, the Philippines, amen. He started hitting them, punching foam. Whack! Whack! 
I mean, he took them out, Philistine after Philistine after Philistine. I mean, he's kicking, throwing, punching. I mean, he wiped them all out. Woo, I got tired doing that. See, there's something that happens inside of you when you start to believe how big of a God that you serve starts working in you. And when the Holy Spirit empowers you, he says you will see power when the Holy Spirit comes. So, so no matter what's coming at you, church, you square your, cho- your shoulders, amen, shoulders, shoulders, amen. And you say, come on, devil, this fight, it's on. And just start to fight the devil, hallelujah. Fight that devil. Tell the guys I text them every Wednesday. It's devil slapping Wednesday. Hallelujah. Start slapping that devil. Come on, because he's going to try to stop you from coming to Wednesday night. Slap that devil, man. Come on, church. If God is for you, who can be against you? Come on, somebody. Come on. Listen, it says here, 2 Samuel 23, 12, it says he, but he, speaking of Shammah, stationed himself. He uses the word stationed. That means that he squared up. He, he positioned himself. He, he aligned himself in power in the middle of the field, and he defended it. He killed the Philistine one after the other, and so the Lord brought about a great victory. Shama took out like 10,000 Philistines. One man, but with one God. <laughs> That's all you need is this God, amen. You can, you can, you can take out the world. It doesn't matter if the church bails on you, your brothers bail on you. God's for you. Come on, somebody. Church, when crisis hit, you must station yourself. You must position yourself in the Lord. Through prayer, through worship, through confidence, and hope will show up. Come on, somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. God showed up, amen, humanity. God showed up in first responders. God has shown up in ordinary people throughout history like you and I. Hope shows up in people with courage and love for one another. Hope shows up in power and the fire of the Holy Spirit. Why? Because he's close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits have been crushed, amen, and he hears the cries of his people, and he shows up always with hope, church. Hope still has a name, and his name is Jesus, and he comes in the power of the Holy Spirit, church. We have a great leader in our Father. Come on, in Jeremiah 29, 11, it goes on to say, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans of good and not for disaster. To give you a future and a hope. Come on, we can all, we are all encouraged by a leader who stirs us to go forward. 
Come on. That's what we have. Our pastors, they want you to be stirred to go forward and do things. Amen. That's why these things are offered for your benefit. He want, we want you to go forward. Amen. Classes here to move you forward. Not to educate your mind. Not to give you knowledge, but to give you power. Come on, because those things that we offer, if you don't put them into practice, there is no power. Come on, it's power only when you activate it, when you start to do it, when you start to stand in it. Can somebody say amen? amen. Come on, we are encouraged by leaders who stir us up to move forward. Someone who believe that they can do the task given to them. Someone that will be, that says, you know what, he's going to be with me all the way. God, you know, you've given me a task, but I'm going to believe that you're going to take me all the way. We step into ministries. We step into the callings of God, amen, because he knows that he's called us and he's going to be there every step of the way. God is that kind of leader. He knows our future. And his plans are good. Look to somebody and say, they're good. Oh, no, you got, you got good. Oh, they're good. Come on, there's things that are good, but then there's things that are, whoa, this is good. There's some good things for you, church. Come on, and they are full of hope. Listen, as long as God, who sees the future, his plans are good for us. Come on, sees our future, provides the agenda, and goes with us to fulfill our mission. Because we have unendless hope through him. And this hope will last forever. It does not fade away. It does not go away, church. This hope is eternal. Amen. Come on. Hallelujah. Now, that doesn't mean that we'll be spared from pain. It doesn't mean that we won't suffer or have hardships. It doesn't mean that we won't have any battles, trials, or storms. But God will see us through each time with hope. John 16, says this, I've told you these things so that in me, this is Jesus speaking here. He's speaking to his disciples. He's speaking, giving them instruction. He's doing the preparation, amen. He's, he's discipling them before he gets crucified, amen. Here he's telling them, you know what? In this world, you will have trouble. You're going to have trouble. Anybody have troubles here? Come on, wave your hand if you have troubles. Hallelujah. Come on, that makes you human. Amen. If you're not waving your hand, you a liar. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. You, you, you got, we all have problems. Amen. Hallelujah. We got troubles. The, the New Living Translation says that you will have many trials and sorrows. A message Bible says many difficulties. Another translation says tribulation, distress, frustration, Hardships. Jesus is telling you and I it's going to be rough. He's saying this. He's telling us, you know what? In this life, you're going to have some problems. When you get married, guess what? You're going to have more problems. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> it's the truth. That's why Paul says, I'd rather be not, 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 not be married. It is the truth. You get anything, anytime you add, listen, I'm not putting marriage down. Anytime you add something to your circle, it brings troubles. Kids bring problems. Hallelujah. Come on, I love Enzo, but he's going to bring some problems sometimes. Not Enzo, no, no. Not the prophet, not the prophet. 
Listen, everyone brings joy, but everyone brings trouble, including myself. It's all of us, church. We think different. Because we think different, there's always going to be conflict. Men drink different than men. I mean, women. <laughs> I'll get it right. Listen, troubles are going to come, church. You're going to have troubles at work, co-workers, come on, bosses, everything. There, there's trouble around us. But Jesus goes on to say, take heart, I've overcome the world. I can get you through this. Why? Because there's hope in me. Jesus says, I, there's hope in me. I can get you through your storms. I can get you through your problems. I can get you through the difficulties. I can get you through all the frustrations of life. Peter, 1 Peter 4, 7 says this, Dear friends, don't be surprised at the fire trials that you're going through as something strange is happening to you. Come on, the Message Bible puts it like this. Friends, when, when life gets really difficult, don't jump to conclusions that God isn't on the job. Instead, be glad that you're in the very thick of what Christ experienced. And this spiritual refining process with glory just around the corner. The things that we go through is sometimes a refining process in our lives of a blessing to come. That's our hope, church. Come on, our hope is one day that we're going to be with Christ one day. Amen. Our hope is, you know what? God is preparing a mansion just for me. That where he is, I will be one day. That's our blessed hope, church. Come on, we're not just here gathering because we want to just feel good. No, there's a cause to why we're here and there's a place to where we're going to. Come on, the Bible says that we're just aliens passing through. This is not our world. Come on, don't, don't, don't fight the world. Don't be part of the world. Do what we need to be and be part of the solution to save the world. And let's fill heaven with God's people. Come on, that's, that's our, our job, church. That's our hope, church. Jesus came so that we can overcome. Why? Because there's, there's, there's the Holy Spirit lives inside of us. And if he lives inside of you, guess what? Hope lives in you. There's always hope if Christ is here, living here. Come on, our hope is eternal. As I said, man, people have different ideas of what hope is, Amen. You know, we, we, we said, man, I hope I can be happy one day. I, I hope the, the economy gets better. I hope I, I get healed from this sickness. I hope I can get the job, amen. I, come on, my hope is that the Raiders will win the Super Bowl one year, amen. Hallelujah. You know, come on, I, hey, I can hope. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. There's all kinds of hopes. It's all right, he's just a hater. Amen. But just reminder, haters don't get into heaven. Hallelujah. Better start loving, brother. <laughs> Come on, love gets you in. Hallelujah. <laughs> Here's the real deal when it comes to hope, church. When you put your hope in something that goes up and down like a stock market, amen, guess what happens to your hope? It'll go up and down, amen. Come on, it's not going to last forever, but when you put your hope in something that is eternal, well, that's a different story because this hope that we have is forever. 1 Corinthians 13 says three things last forever, faith, hope, and love. Amen. Come on. Come on, are you following me, church? 
Come on. Hope came into the world through Jesus Christ. Amen. Hope is more than a wish. Amen. Hope is more than crossing our fingers. Our hope is sure and is a sure thing in our eternal Savior. It's for real, for real. This is the real deal right here, church. Second Corinthians chapter one, verse 20 says, and yes, to all of God's promises in Christ. Jesus, amen. Jesus came into the world and he came saying yes to all of God's promises. And there's 7,000 promises in the Bible, amen. God's promise to rescue us and to bring us hope. Romans chapter 5, 3 to, three to 4 says this. We also have the joy with our troubles because we know that in these troubles produce patience. And patience produces character. And character produces Hope. Listen, never let temporary circumstances steal eternal hope from you. The troubles that you go through, the afflictions that you may feel today are temporary. Come on, fellas, you got to understand, we got to keep pressing forward. Ladies, we got to keep pressing forward, amen, because there's hope in Jesus. Hold on to hope. Come on, in these times of need, in the times of crisis, in the times of troubles that you are going to face either now or in the future, amen, we need to seek him and we need his clarity. We need his understanding. Look at what Jeremiah tells him and goes on to say in Jeremiah 29, 12 to 14. He says, in those days, when, when you pray, listen, you got to pray. Tell your neighbor, you got to pray. Come on, it's in those knees, those hard times, you've got to pray. This is what, this is what messes us up. We forget to do these things. The very simple tool that God has given us to overcome is prayer. Is one of, is prayer. One of the tools is prayer. It says, when you pray, I will listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. And I will be found by you, says the Lord, and I will end your captivity and restore your fortunes. And I will gather you out of the nations where I have sent you, and I will bring you home again to your own land. This is what God is doing, not only for the people of Israel back then, and they're in captivity, they're in lockdown, and he's come and he's saying, you know what, when you pray, I'm going to bring you back home. Come on, God has taken us home, church. Home is not here. He's preparing that home for us now. God hears our prayers. Can somebody say amen? amen? Come on, God did not forget about his people. God has not forgotten about you. You may feel, where's God in this situation? Where's God in my storm or my battle? Where's God in this crisis that I'm going through? And even though the Israelites were captives in Babylon, he planned to give them a new beginning with a new purpose and turn them into a new people, a people of hope. In times of troubles and in those hard situations that you face, you may appear as though God has forgotten you, but God may be preparing you, bringing you a new purpose, new beginnings, and a fresh start. Preparing his church for this great crossover that we're about to enter, church. As long as you pray, as long as you seek and make him center of your life, hope will always, listen, church, will always show up. According to God's plan, his people 
were to have a future and have a hope that we can call to him in confidence and know that he hears you. Come on, church, don't ever give up when you don't hear a response back or see something moving. Doesn't mean that God has gone on vacation or he put you, he blocked you out of his, out of his account. He's preparing something for you. You just got to hang on. You just got to keep going forward and not blow it. Don't revert back to the old nature. Don't revert back to how you handle things in the past. Use, listen, use the tools that he has given you to keep going forward. Those tools remind you of who you belong to. Those tools remind you of how to fight. It's you got to pick up the tools. Tools are not good just laying on the floor. Tools are used and powerful when they're in your hands. Start using the very tools that God has given you. And be that man and woman that God has called you to be, church. And go to him in confidence when you really need help. Come on. Going through the troubles or in that waiting room is not, is not a happy time at those times. But instead of complaining, let's just turn into worship and praise. And watch what God does in your midnight hour. Watch what God does at your 1159. What he's about to do in your midnight hour, church. Although the exiles were in a difficult place and time, they didn't need to worry because they had God's presence. They had the privilege of prayer that can never be taken away from your church. Prayer can never, that tool can never be taken away from you. You can pray in the car. You can pray anywhere, church. They didn't have to worry because they had the presence. They had the privilege of prayer, God's grace, and most importantly, church, they had hope. Amen. As I close today, if we seek him, listen, wholeheartedly, you will find your God. Nothing can ever separate us from the love of God. Romans chapter 8, and I'll close with this. Romans 8, 35 to 39, it says this, Can anything ever separate us from God's love or Christ's love? Does it mean we, does it mean no longer loves us when we have troubles or calamity or are persecuted or hungry or broke or in danger or threatened by death? As the scripture says, for your sake, we are killed every day. We are being slaughtered like sheep. No, despite of all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ for who loved us. And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from the love of God or from his hope. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither fears for today or worries about tomorrow, not, not even all the powers of hell can separate us from God's love or God's hope. No power in the sky above or the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing can separate us from that love, church. Come on. When you call on Jesus 
Hope will always show up. Come on. Come on, someone say Jesus in this place. Jesus. You know, there's an old song. And for those, those oldies but goodies here, amen, maybe the, the younger crowd or younger generation wouldn't know, but there's an old song by Gladys Knight in the pits. And his name, and the name of the song is Midnight Train to Georgia. Come on, Sister Cookie said, yeah, I know that song. <laughs> and part of the song says, amen, I'll end with this. I'd rather live in his world than to live in without him in mine. Come on. Let's live his world and let's, let's live his life and let's hold on to hope. Can somebody say amen? Come on, let's all stand up. Amen. Hallelujah.